It's that plant babe, plant babe. Ow. L.A. Rays. L.D.P. Ow. With all the smoke. It's that plant babe, plant babe. Even when you talk, it ain't over me. Hello, world, universe, everybody out there. This is Blonde Bay Podcast with your host, Candy Cubana, the hostess with the mostest. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I hope everyone is doing well. And yeah, let's get into the show. This show is very fresh, very new, and it's turning into a motivational podcast, I think, because I have a lot of motivational points and things like that so yeah let's get into it hey this is candy cubana if you haven't heard about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain one it's free two there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer three Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Four, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Five, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. See you guys. Happy potting. Candy Cubana in this thing, no. Hey. Welcome, Blonde Bay Podcast. How is everyone? You say this was Indo. Smell like outdo. Hey, wait a minute, man. I ain't gonna be surprised you. You gonna be talking about my shit. But, um, <clears throat> I just finished eating this delicious, um, no, no ad, but Chick-fil-A. Y'all mac and cheese, though? I didn't know. I just, I, I didn't know. So, a round of applause for Chick-fil-A. In their mac and cheese. Like, wow. But, um, yeah, uh, this, this week is, um, very, very special and somewhat maybe emotional. Episode 8, Ocho Mami. We moving along, papi. Moving along, papi chulo. And chulas. And negros. And negras. Okay. I'm a fool. 
No, I'm good though. I'm 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 way better than last last episode, I'm sure. Energy different. This is really this is how it's supposed to be. But um anywho, I wanted to start off with uplifting, of course, positivity before we get to all the shits. This week there um was homage being paid to the one and only the Lady of Rage. And well, I followed her and wrote under one of her videos and she posted that she posted when she was in a concert. I wrote under the the video. And she wrote me back, y'all. She wrote me back. She said yes. She was like, how beautiful. Thank you. And she was just really humble and nice. Because I left like some positive, some positive vibes on her page. Because she's going through some things. And to top it off, y'all, to put the cherry on the, on the, on the, on the, on the, for real though, the queen followed me, y'all. Oh my goodness. She followed me. The lady of rage, Miss Bars. You feel me? Like, that's a legend. That's a West Coast legend. So, shout out. <clears throat> Y'all, I'm shook if. No, that did it for me. That shit made my entire April, one again. Like, my whole April 2021. I don't care, like, what the fuck happened. Like, what y'all talking about? <laughs> the lady of rage. I love you, mamas. And please do some music find it in your heart look find it in your heart you know to if you can find it in your heart to bless us with your lyrical presence and essence please sincerely the world and candy you mama <laughs> but yeah you guys that show me that you know what that shows me that i'm doing something right like i'm on the right path you know now, I know that everybody not going to be cool like that. And when in actuality, in reality, it, it's just a click of a button. But some celebrities think you got to have a lot of followers and a lot of credit and already like a resume, I guess, in the game. So, shout out to that queen. To the real ones. Let's see what it is and, you know, see a young motherfucker trying at least. I've gotten some, some follows from celebs, BC lists, you know, not relevant however you choose to look at it. But I look at them like regular folks because they are. That's how I treat them. Now, I may be a fan, a fan out on a few of my boyfriends and husbands in my mind, in my mind. But I'll pull it together for the sake of my business. For sure, Jack. You can bet that. You can bet that, then get your money back. But, um, <clears throat> cool fun fact. I wrote, <laughs> yeah, story time. I wrote, I wrote Michael B. Jordan, right? I'm just throwing names. Uh, but it's cool because this is this is just cool. He's my people. This is for my people. Cool fun fact. I wrote I wrote Michael B. Jordan years ago. And y'all, this was the most longest drawn out <laughs> CVS receipt. College essay. Like I wrote this nigga. 
Right, right. Shout out to Michael B. Jordan. He from the land. He from he from Cali. But anyway, this is my boy. He wrote me back like <laughs> that was a lot. And then he laughed at me, y'all. He laughed at me. But that's that was and then he said, Thanks for the love and support, blah blah blah. Like, nigga, what? I just poured my heart out. <laughs> like probably on a drunk high and lonely but confident night and you over there giggling at bitches but it's cool i got i got much love for for the nigga even responding to my bold crazy ass anyway but it was a lot it was a lot i would never do no shit like that again Anyway, shout out to Lori Harvey. <laughs> Four words. Get money, bitch. Enjoy. Uh, so this week was um, grind time, actually. This this whole season is grind time. I don't know about y'all, but I be grinding out my life. Like, I started working and cashing my checks at 16. You didn't put in on this, man. <laughs> this yes, oh, at um, Macy's at the Fox Hills Mall. In Culver City, I think they changed the name to Fairfield Hills or some shit. <clears throat> you know, gentrification is real, so it's probably changed. So around this time, I was staying in the '80s off Western. Yeah, y'all know about the shady '80s. But anyway, I would take that Western bus ride to and take. Austin bus every day all the way to Culver City to the mall to work. It's a bus stop right by the Super Mall, aka the Slauson Swami. And that was kind of the long ass bus ride, but it was a straight shot to the mall to get to my job. Now, it's been years. I don't know what they doing with the routes and shit now, but that was the lick at the time for me. <clears throat> That's when I first learn independency like started kind of learning my way around the city and even though LA is huge I'm just talking like South Central right mixed with a little Chinatown a little Inglewood the Hunnets to Long Beach like I lived all over but went to schools all over but South Central was the main you know origin I was supposed to graduate at Westchester, shout out, <laughs> where all the pretty girls was, right, and the fine niggas, but I ended up graduating in the the hundreds, <clears throat> uh, south, south, south central, uh, south, south of western, going south, neighborhood, but uh, I told y'all, our continuation was lit, though. We was at Palisades on a nice football field by the beach. Good weather, family and friends showed up, all that. It was up and it was stuck, bitch. Okay? Shout out to class of 06 and 07. I'm claiming both. (laughs) So y'all mind y'all business. Shout out. 
lyric is so cute. She's the cutest thing. I had to pause and like punch in or whatever, y'all. If y'all even be noticing, probably not. But she was scratching at the door. She's so needy. So, so needy, my baby. I love her. Okay. Blunt Babe, episode 8, Ocho. Ocho. It's fun fact, one of my favorite numbers. So the episode is titled Dark Victories because it's a combination of the two powerful and unforgettable men in music and film and entertainment that I will be paying homage and tribute today. First up, let's get it. Let's get it. Was extremely untimely and how it went down was beyond scandalous on hood you know i believe in 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 his voice (laughs) these are just facts and karma has everyone's address though so i feel universally he will get his redemption but i want to honor and pay anniversary essence and tribute to the one and only because it was the anniversary of his passing recently i am a little bit behind on things but it's still the same thing we can celebrate him in march and we can kind of celebrate him in april too because he he passed or he 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 was assassinated at the end of march but however you guys want to do it it gets tricky when it gets to the end of the month but you could do all of march you could do the end of march and you could the first half of april like however y'all want to do it But I'm celebrating them today, and right now, on Blood Bay Podcast, the one and only, the great Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey motherfucking Hussle, Yes. Because y'all know. Y'all know. That bus. I was not knowingly passing a marathon store all the time. Now, I never really went to the store, but I would go to Master Burger in that Shell gas station on the corner sometimes. Nipsey Hussle, he's always been in that area. So, it's just crazy how I never ran into him. But I was always church on the move. I didn't hang out. But, um, let's see. Nipsey Hussle was born Hermias Joseph Augustum. I cannot say his last name. Um, was an American rapper, activist, and entrepreneur. Born August 15th, 1985. 80s baby. Stand up. Emerging from the West, West Coast hip-hop scene in the mid-2000s. He was raised in Crenshaw neighborhood of South Central LA with his brother Samuel and sister Samantha. Nipsey attended Alexander Hamilton High School but dropped out before graduating. At 14, Nipsey left home and joined the local Rolling 60s neighborhood Crip, a subgroup of the larger Crip gangs primarily based in the neighborhood Crenshaw area. Nipsey's stage name was a play off of the comedian Nipsey Russell, which was given from a childhood friend. At 19, Nipsey's father took, took him and his brother Samuel on a trip to 
Eritrea, East Africa for three months in 2004, that in which he credits and inspired him to become a community activist with an entrepreneurial spirit, quote-unquote. On a personal note, real quick, Hustle and actress Lauren London began dating in 2013. They had a son, Cross, born in 2016. Prayers out to his children and family, of course, and friends and fans that loved him dearly. And fun fact, Lauren London is a Sag. Hi, Lauren. Saggy. Shout out. <laughs> Y'all, I'm so annoying with the Sag. I love, I love our gang. Gang, gang. Now, I briefly wanted to get into Nipsey's acting career real quick because everything else about him is a little extensive. So, that Nip was, that means that Nip was putting in the work. You know, which means we, we all got work to do. We got work to do. So, Nipsey played in this one movie I always had, right? And it's, it's on bootleg, and I'm happy I didn't throw it away because majority of my DVDs are in their real cases. And so I'm gonna go and purchase the real movie just for the collection and my boy Nick. I was in the party all night looking for you, like. I was hoping you show up. Love Chronicles 2. So real though, I can make a lie. So yeah, right. Love Chronicles 2 released in 2010 along with the movie. Elise Neal. So it was a star studded in um movie. And he plays a gangster named Janky, and Janky just was trying to find his way. Treating his girl in the movie just like his name, just Janky. But it showcased his skills and a little bit. I gotta go and watch the other stuff he was in, cause he was cutting up. Yeah, man, I need you to get the fuck. Now, his music has been in a few movie soundtracks, including the game. His other movies are a Bone Thugs movie, Bullets Ain't Got No Name, which was a short movie. Then he also played in Caged Animal with Ving Rains. So, Nipsey was not a stranger or shy of the camera with his acting chops. He was like, I am not just no rapper on hood. Speaking of that, let's get into his activist bag real quick. Yeah, he was known for some slaps, but let's dig into the caricature of Nipsey. He also wanted to focus on giving solutions and inspiration to young black men like him. He denounced gun violence through his music, influence, and community work. He was very blunt <laughs> and open about his experiences in gang culture. He funded improvements in neighborhood schools and spent time with the students. Like Sidebar, you don't hear about too many people doing all that. Now, they may donate. But they don't go up to the school sitting in class with you and checking up on you and shit. They don't really go and touch the people like that. So yeah, that was Nipsey. Nipsey really cared. You can see it in the photos and footage of him. So, lit. 
Nipsey was very intelligent and very business savvy. He had a plan, a vision, business by the name of Vector 90, which was a program model for the inner city youth to educate children in science, tech, and in mathematics. The STEM program, S-T-E-M. Hmm. He wanted these type of classes to be accessible around to neighborhoods that don't have these type of things in place for them. Nipsey was heavily involved in the planning and the adversary authoritative stages of the Destination Crenshaw project that will showcase the history and culture of African American culture of the neighborhood. It was alleged, I'm not sure, that, uh, but 2019 Nipsey contacted officials from the LAPD to arrange a meeting with him and Rock Nation about what they can do to prevent gang violence in South LA. The meeting had been scheduled to take place April 1st. Allegedly. Sidebar, which I think is some April Fool shit and a joke because, you know, why? I don't know. The spirit is telling me. But, um,. Yeah, that March, uh, due to Nipsey's murder on March 31st, LAPD Commissioner Steve Silveroff, department officials will meet with Nipsey's representatives at a future date on these issues to continue the activist work in his honor. So that activist side was in it. I'm sure he knew what it was like to not have much growing up, so he can relate and he had a real heart. Even with all the money and the fame and success, king shit, right? Now let's get into this his business ventures. Business. Let me let me take a sip. He he got some stuff going on for him. He got some stuff going on for him, man. Now let's get into his his business ventures. Nipsey Hussle's nickname came from his entrepreneurial spirit. Like I said before, he shined shoes for $2.50 to pay for school clothes at age 11. Yes, $2.50. His goal was to shine 100 shoes a day. He later, much, much later, started selling mixtapes out the trunk at the strip mall where he held his store. After leaving Epic Records and founded his own label, this is when he experimented with the unorthodox sale strategies by selling expensive copies of certain mixtapes, even while the songs were distributed for free. Nipsey Hussle's branding, Marathon Branding, inspired Steve Carlos in 2013 when he founded Marathon Agency with business partners Karen Civil and George Pinnich. The design was to attract a diverse set of clients in all stages of their careers. In October 2016, Carlos, the head of the agency, told Billboard that Hustle invested like over six figures in the marathon agency and described him as, quote unquote, kind of like our silent partner. <laughs> Sir, if I invest in like six figures, I'm not a silent anything, okay? Let's be clear, Nip put his money where his mouth was. Highly noted, highly respectable. 
Now, along with his other business partners, he also included his older brother Samuel, opening up the Marathon Clothing Store June 17, 2017, at the intersection of Crenshaw Commercial District was important to him because he wanted to invest and provide opportunities in his neighborhood of Hyde Park. The store was a smart store, quote unquote, which bridged gaps between culture and tech by giving customers access to exclusive music and other content created by rappers through an app created by software engineer Idris Sandu, a young tech guru. The year before his death, Hustle had bought the small shopping center where his store was located after partnering with the real estate investor, David Gross. So yeah, Nipsey was about that real estate, baby. Is we renting or is we owning? Like, what is the goal here? So when it came down to his business, he wasn't fucking around. He put up the brand and gave niggas the blueprint of what he envisioned. Now, when it came to his music, I'm just going to run down the titles and years of the albums. All right. Lit. The Marathon, 2010. The Marathon Continues, 2011. Crenshaw, 2013. Mailbox Money, 2014. Slauson Boy 2, 2016. Victory Lap, 2018. These were his albums, not the ones including his artists that he had signed to his label, All Money In. Nipsey created the label shortly releasing his first major project, The Marathon, December 21st, 2010, including the other projects of himself. He also signed other artists including Jay Stone, Pac-Man the Gunman, BH, Kobe Supreme, Cuzzy Compone, and Killatuan. So you can say Victory Lap was Nipsey's only commercial studio release on February 16th, 2018 through All Money In, No Money Out, and Atlantic Records. The album debuted at number four on the Billboard 200. It also received a nomination for Best Rap Album at the 61 Grammy Awards. Now, as far as his legacy goes, a petition was started to rename the intersection of Slauson Avenue and Crenshaw Boulevard near his store, Nipsey Hustle Square, on the day of his funeral. The council announced it was set to be and renamed Ermias Nipsey Hustle Augustum Square to honor him and his contributions to the neighborhood. There was a strong artistic response to Nipsey. Within a few months, over 50 murals dedicated to the rapper were painted in L.A. One is near his store where he was taken from us. Puma released the Marathon Clothing Collection in September 2019 with 100% proceeds to the Neighborhood Knit Foundation. The AMB store opened in September 2019 on Crenshaw Boulevard, which was another clothing company founded by Kobe Supreme, who was one of his best friends and an artist. I'm sure there have been other collabs and awards and acknowledgements because this man deserved it. Round of applause. I also think and know there was and is will be a lot of fake love for Nipsey, but we, if you a real one, and you practice discernment, 
Mm. Link to that. Then you should be able to read through and see through all the bullshit. You know? Now, with all this being learnt and acknowledged, I take away Nipsey Hussle being a trailblazer, tunnel vision, unstoppable. The endurance in that brother's consistency is goals. I think he made or had at least like 13 mixtapes before his official and only real commercial success album. He wasn't to be played with, and he was never gonna give up or give in to anything or anybody. He stood his ground like a true G. So Amaya's Mr. Hustle. We miss you, we love you, we hear you now more than ever. The fake gone, the phony, they gonna forget. The real gonna emulate and make sure shit is legit. I just, I just made that up. I probably fucked it up too, but. <laughs> Rest in paradise, King Nip. Let me, 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 let yeah, man, some people catch on, you know, when it's too late sometimes, but yeah, at least some lives, at least some lives will be changed, you know? I remember that day. I saw the notification on my phone. I was at the swap meet in LV. And I saw it pop up, bro. They like, Nipsey been shot. I, I, it was a terrible feeling. I didn't even want to get out the car and finish my business. It was super, super sad. And let's not even get on the camera footage, because it reminded me of that Kanika Jenkins girl that came up dead in the freezer at the hotel party. What was that, Chicago or something like that? Man, everybody, YouTube was going crazy over that girl. You hear me? Man. Child, y'all know that I know, that I know that y'all know that that footage was Viewmaster quality, just trash. A lot of people don't believe y'all, y'all need more people, I'm just saying. The Kanika's case and the Nipsey's case is Unsolved Mysteries. Period. And the footages were trash. It's 2020 of the century. The camera footages should not be looking like that. So miss me with that. With that bullshit, everybody. We see it. Now, I had to do the two for one. Because we lost another dear brother of ours. The one and only. DMX has transitioned and went to be with the higher powers that be. Now, this man holds a special place in my heart. 
all the years he has put in, all his accomplishments are far beyond what I have time to report. This show is founded and based on the West Coast side of things, but I will and for the most definitely will be paying homage in any respects and condolences to any pioneers and legends I deem to be so like I said before I am a fan of hip hop so anybody that I ever liked played dance to rap to sing to something happens like this I gotta I gotta fall suit I have to check in no I was a I, I was a huge DMX fan when I was a child I know why and how. It was something about his aggressive and I'll stop your ass, you know, mentality in the, in the bars. The man was a walking, rapping, ticking bomb. He was so skillful. Delivery, flow, approach. He made a lot of songs sound better, you know, more believable. I know for a fact DMX was one of those rappers that made you go and rewrite your whole verse. Like, that's gangster. That's some gangster ass shit. <laughs> I know what that's like. <laughs> kind of. But anyway, yeah. He was like raw, raw. Fresh out the water, out the jungle. So to see this day come, it's very unfortunate. So in his honor, I will be glad to give you some highlights about him. And while we're at it, I'll just make a special 420 day tribute about him. Like this whole thing is just 425, period. It will be it, it, it will be me showing love, paying homage to these talented kings. So by the time I'm saying this and you guys are hearing this, it will be 420. So happy 420. Even though this podcast is not based on me, but, 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 the play on words, blunt, and for them to make a big deal in holiday about the shit. I mean, I can't help myself. We, uh, we slightly to severely indulge on this podcast. I mean, and respectably, indubitably, dosages and dosages of any con- cannabis intake. We are not Mary J. obliged to anything of that particular nature. Okay? <laughs> For I do think I figured out why the people that hate on cannabis do. Either one, they tried it and can't handle it. Or two, they too scared to try it because they just think they might like it. They just might not have any reason to complain. Because you know, there is a chemical in cannabis called bucket, right? Our, our King Man, Pat Williams taught us that, remember. So anyway, back to the one and only. I feel completely, I, I fell completely in love with DMX in the movie Belly. I loved all his movies. Matter of fact, let me set the dog up right. Hold up. You know you forever got a place on the Wednesday. I know you was an East Coast nigga, but we really fucked with you. So let me give it up. Earl Simmons. 
Known as DMX, Darkman X was an American rapper, songwriter, and actor. Starting his career in the 90s and released his debut album, It's Dark and Hell is Hot, in 98. To be claimed and commercially successful, selling 251,000 copies its first week of release. Shout out, give some love, clap it up. What the fuck? What? Cut that shit up. Two hundred and fifty one. That's a crazy. Okay. Uh, that is phenomenal. Shout out to shout out to this man. And as I am reading about DMX on the World Wide Web, I don't like the data that I'm receiving, and it's a lot of negativity and dark times in his life. That's probably where he got his name from. I'm going to try to highlight the positive moments of Earl Simmons. Starting with his acting chops. I don't know what teacher or class he would go to, but he was killing it. So I'm going to give the rundown starting from then to now. Extensive. 98. Belly. 2000, Romeo Must Die, 2000, Backstage, 2001, Exit Wounds, 2003, Cradle to the Grave, 2004, Never Die Alone, Let that movie, 2006, Father of Lies, 2007, Death Toll, 2008, Last Hour and Lords of the Street, 2009, The Bleeding, 2013, King Dog, Blame It on the Hustle, 2014, Top 5, 2018, Pimp, 2019, Beyond the Law, 2020, Fast and Fierce, Death Race, and to be announced was Fast Vengeance and Dogman, I'm sure has been postponed due to his untimely passing. He was on multiple, upon multiple television shows, but that's where he's been all this damn time making movies, you guys. I gotta go and check some of these out because Belly and Never Die Alone are my top two from him. Then Romeo Must Die, of course, because my princess, Aaliyah, I'm being super biased right now, and I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, that's where D been all this time, man. Even on that screen. Oh yeah, I still bump back in one piece with Aaliyah all the time. Baby, I am who I am. I'm gonna be who I be. I know you care for me. You care for me. I know you like kissing. Man, that's my shit. Anyway, um... Nah, but X was on them sh on them sets collecting them checks. He knew what that real real money was. Anyway. But, um, fun fact, his birthday is December 18th. <laughs> Sagging. You know, I'm gonna find it, y'all. Now, DMX discography stands solid, of course, as well as his film work. Starting from 
then to now. 98, It's Dark and Hell is Hot. Two albums, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. Now that was his prime. He was lit. I remember them times. I was a youngin', but I remember. 99, and then there was X. 2001, The Great Depression. 2003, Grand Champ. 2006, Year of the Dog, again. And 2012, Undisputed. So he really only came out with seven albums officially, but not just like only. That's seven blood, sweat, and tears of years of work that I'm sure took longer to make because of the gap periods. He tried to stay consistent. I can see in the years, but when real life takes over, family, money, drugs, mental, emotional, career, personal, everything in fame mixed with it, I can imagine. It's a lot, so... For the time he put in the music and hits he gave us, thank you, DMX Earl, from the bottom of our, our hearts from your fans. We love you and we'll miss you forever. Now, though X was an unorthodox and raw, he got award attention. In 2001, he was nominated for Best Rap Album for the And Then There Was X, the Party Up song, Up In Here. Up in here for best rap solo performance 20 2002. Who we be? They don't know. Best rap solo performance. Who we be? He won an American Music Award favorite rap hip hop artist in 2000. He was nominated the next year in 2001 in the same category. He was nominated for MTV Video Music Awards all through 99 through 2006. DMX was highly recognized as that nigga, as that king of his time. So put some respect on DMX. He wasn't no crackhead. He had an illness, an addiction, and even if he was, that's not what I know him or remember him for. That's not what we gonna do. And in every interview he has been in, he's been live and on point to me. Don't miss me with them jokes, because now is not the time. We keep losing our king, ladies and gentlemen. God need them just a little bit. Nah, a lot more than we all do. I'm not going to go on and on, but I had to give these men their praises and flowers. So, round of applause and shout out to these kings. DMX and Nipsey Hussle have done so much for hip-hop. It's the inspiration and gangster with a tad of their passion for me. Mmm. Anyway, I'm doing well. <laughs> My pups are good. We've been eating good. I've been taking care of my eczema because I told y'all my feet was acting up. But good news, my condition is getting better. So I posted a feet pic on my story just to let y'all know I was back. <laughs> Remember I told y'all next thing is Project Skin and healing those fibroids with natural cures and serums, my love. When you feel good, you look good. When you look good, you feel good. You feel even better, so you gonna look even better, 100 times better. Anyway, shout out to all my listeners and subscribers. Why do I call this episode Dark Victories? It was a mixture between Dark Man X and Victory Lap, Nipsey Hussle. 
I fucks with y'all heavy, man. On the way to the next, on the rains, niggas get wet, infinite. Man, we gonna do what you preach, big homie. Last time that I checked, I ain't seen nobody from the West repping like candy, not yet. Last time that I checked. Anybody gotta say anything, you let me know. That's my dog. Right into the email, bluntbay2k at gmail. Fan mail and bookings, interviews, and things of that nature. Thanks for the support. Happy 420. Happy Blunt Day. Bye. Bye. Blunt Bay.